Hey everyone, welcome to Coffee with your counselors, Miss Deeds and Miss Amy. A time of the day where we can have a brain break together to think about how to care for ourselves and to interact with the world around us. Hope you enjoy our time together. Welcome back everyone to our 11th episode of Coffee and we're so glad that we have a special guest joining us. Maybe I'll do a drum roll here. Maher. Hi. How are you doing, Maher? Oh my, I'm doing okay. I'm kind of tired. That's generally how these days go. That's a very sad way to start (laughs) start (laughs) things off. Well, it's a stressful time of the year, right? Things are Mm -hmm. kind of coming to the end here and um, there's probably a lot of deadlines or tests that you have coming up in the next week or so. Um, Mm -hmm. Would you like to share with us a little bit about how it's different um with online learning for like final exam time i think just um some teachers are assigning take-home tests some teachers are assigning projects i I see a lot of like final like projects they're heavily weighted not 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 a lot of like in-class examinations you know how are how's group projects working during online learning or remote learning are those going well or are they challenging I don't, I don't even think I've had that many group projects. It's usually just they put you in a breakout room and you have to complete something. That's that's the extent of like group collaboration, I think. And then my classes, mm-hmm. they're all right. I mean, usually you go into a breakout room and people turn off their cameras and their mics and they don't say anything and they just complete their part of the assignment. And that's that. Why do you think that is? Like, why do you think mm-hmm. with the, you know, we hear a lot of feedback of like, People want to have connection, but then when provided opportunities to have connection, um, it seems like maybe they, you know, they choose to turn off their their cameras or their mics and just kind of be silent. So, like, what do you think that's about? Um, I think, I think when when you when you provide people with the chance to like connect, and so they don't take it because because a lot of the times, a lot of the time, the breakout rooms are random, right? And at least, for example, in in person, when your teacher is like, oh, break out into groups with the people next to you or like it in person, it's different because you have to interact. You have to you can't just shut down. Right. You can't just close your eyes and block your ears like and then not. But I think people would just rather not be bothered during class time at their computer. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense too, because when you're in person, you have no other option, like you're saying, like you don't have the option to turn yourself off. Um, And as people, as human beings, I think when we are forced to do things, sometimes that's when growth happens, you know, that's when relationships form, when you have no other choice, you just have to go through it. And then afterwards you realize, oh, that wasn't that bad. Or I actually got to know this person a little bit better, or, you know, some really unexpected friendships start that way. But if you always have an out, you're going to take that out to make yourself feel more comfortable. And therefore, it's kind of missed opportunities. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. For I've made a lot of close friendships, I think, through unlikely beginnings, like, you know, group projects, stuff like that. And that's definitely been compromised by, I think, Zoom, because I think, yeah, in person, when you're put into uncomfortable situations, you can't shut off. You have to deal with them in some way or shape or form, right? You have to, but 
online, it's so much easier to just like ignore an email or kind of skirt like their video or like something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And that means you can prioritize comfort, which I don't think is really valuable in the long run. Because I think the, the most rewarding things are somewhat uncomfortable, I think. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because when, when does growth happen? Growth happens whenever you are uncomfortable, right? Because if usually most of the time when things are comfortable, you've already done them or you have some sort of experience or something. So I think that's a really good comment to make. So... Uh, being a senior now, which mm-hmm. I think, you know, every week flies by, but I'm sure as a senior, like all of your uni career yeah. has just flown by. And now here you are as a senior in the middle of a pandemic. So maybe my first question about that would be, what is the general pulse of your class? I know that there's a lot of sadness from not being able to go through, you know, the traditional uni things together in person but how are you doing and how would you say your class is doing so how my class is doing I would say that at first at the beginning of the semester really it was really bad it felt really bad I think we couldn't be together and celebrate you know because usually you see the beginning of every like subby freshman sophomore junior you see like Dr. Radnitzer call out the seniors at the side of uni gym right they're all cheer and they have the shirts and we wanted that very badly and that didn't end up panning out you can even like like it was gone. There was no way to recreate that. I think people felt very distanced. And but I think the good thing about my class is they don't get bogged down by that kind of stuff. They just kind of like put their head down and work. So I think right now people, everyone's just focused on like think college apps and, you know, making the best out of the pandemic and personal projects and stuff like that. And I also think a lot of friend groups, you know, have been keeping in touch and Zooming and stuff. But I think the class as a whole hasn't really uh, kept in touch a ton besides I think we have a we have a group chat and how am I doing um I'm doing all right I was really sad when this started because again I want to have the senior experience I remember sub a year I remember seeing all the seniors and I was like that's gonna be me one day and then it flew it like time flew by and I don't even get to like intimidate people in the hallways I don't know how intimidating <laughs> I would be but I don't get that and that's sad but also I'm I'm happy my uni. I'm having my uni experience is almost over and I got so much out of it and the pandemic doesn't dilute that. Yeah. So as you move forward or prepare to move forward um, into your next step, whatever that might be, right? Um, do you feel excited? I mean, sometimes we hear that, you know, students have been at uni for so long, they get used to like the small closeness of it. And even if you don't like the smallness of uni, like there's definitely a uh, you know who everybody is, right? You know everybody's name and you know where they're going to hang out at lunch, you know where they're going to like hang out during uni period, you know what to expect, right? Mm-hmm. So as you go forward into your next journey, whatever that might be, um, everything will be new, right? And like you just had talked about before that that's where like you like to be in those situations because you're kind of like pushed to grow in some ways. But what are you feeling about what your next step might be? And like, how will that Like, are you feeling nervous, excited? I think I really like the small community at uni. You know, I think it has some flaws and stuff, but I think on the whole, I enjoy being part of this community. And like you said, I've gotten really used to it over the last five years. But I am pretty excited to just to start with a new community, you know, in college. I know it's going to be a lot bigger and it's going to be a lot more overwhelming at first, but I like to meet new people, you know, and I like to 
do that kind of thing. So I think I'm excited. Do you think that your next steps after high school have changed due to the pandemic at all? Like, did you make different choices on like which schools to apply to or like what you might do next year because of what's happened? I think I, I cut down the list of schools I'm applying to like super far out just because I think the pandemic has shown the value of staying close-ish to home, right? So definitely the Midwest and stuff like that. And also I, I think the common perception between a lot of, a lot of uni students, not all of them, Definitely not, but I think a lot, especially in my experience, has been like, if you go to the U of I at the end of your five years here, it's like settling in some way. But I think I found the U of I's COVID-19 response to be really impressive, right? Of any university I've been looking at. And I thought that really, I, I always I, I always liked the U of I, I always considered it a serious option. But this, this, um, was even like made it even better in my eyes, which is like after the pandemic hit, a lot of universities were like in the news, like they were sending kids home, they were canceling uh, housing and board. like Northwestern canceled housing for freshmen and sophomores two weeks before they were set to move in, right? Mm-hmm. And then as opposed to like the U of I, which had like a really concrete, like hard regulations and rules with like the testing and everything. Um, and I've seen that firsthand because for the Unite show, we have to go, we film inside the building, right? So I have to get the spit test and stuff. And like, they have a whole like system, like a routine, like there's no, nothing, like n- no room for anything to go wrong. It's really impressive. That is very true. I've been impressed as well. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, thinking back on your time at uni, what are some of your favorite memories that you've had? Oh, my favorite memories? Mm-hmm. Let me think. I saw her a lot. Um, sub a year, there was the spirit assembly. And so what happened was, I think, what happened was I was doing the, two things happened. I was doing the um, three-legged race with Keshav Gandhi, who's in my class, right? And as soon as every time, every three or four steps, the bandana, the Titus came off, right? And so I did get down, tie it, get down, tie it. And by the end of the race, we were like the last people to finish by like a wide margin, right? And then I think afterwards, Dr. Raditzer pulled me aside. He was like, don't worry, no one's going to remember this. And I was just like, I didn't know it was that embarrassing to begin with. <laughs> and then me and Audit Kalsocha, we did a we did a dance. I don't know if Miss Bandy remembers this. Um, and we just had scarves and we like flung them around. And then after that, um, this random senior, like huge, like six feet. And I was like five feet at the time. Um, he like tapped me on the shoulder. He was like, Hey, nice dance. I felt so honored. I felt so happy. That was sub year. Freshman year. Oh, you know what? Miss Banny knows this. So freshman year was a really good year for like movies. Cause like, um, Infinity Maher War. loves movies. I love movies. So freshman year. Uh, Avengers Infinity War came out right and that was a really big event so my favorite memory was going there was like a lot of uni people and yeah I had that was a big one Black Panther came out freshman year too I went there with a lot of uni people Star Wars came out that year that was a good year That, that was my favorite memory from freshman year sophomore year sorry this is long I'm going through every year and trying to figure out what a good memory was sophomore year was a kind of lame year it was kind of a bad year I think but 
one of the bright spots was Avengers Endgame came out, and that was even bigger because I went to see that movie on a Thursday night, and I remember being really stressed out because I had like some tests the next day and like quizzes and stuff. But I studied like ahead of time because I really wanted to see it, and like the theater was all packed, and like there were a lot of uni people that I didn't coordinate with, just everyone wanted to see it at that time in the theater. That was nice. That was sophomore year, junior year. Oh, you know what? The day before we went home forever, so March 13th was kind of, now I, I would go back in a heartbeat, but that day I remember there was just kind of like this like tingling, like, are we going to go back? Are we going to stay? Are we going to, you know, like what's going to happen? And like no one knew. And I thought we were going to be gone for like two weeks, right? And so I was like spring break and then one week and I thought we we're going to go back in. And so I was like, I thought it was interesting how we, I had never seen this kind of thing happen during my time at uni. And then some of my friends were saying, we're going to be gone for like months, if not like a year. And I was like, you're crazy. That's not happening. I'll take my chances. Like I left stuff in my locker. It's, that was my favorite memory in hindsight. Was that last day there? What about senior year? Nothing so far. Oh, you know what? My favorite, I like doing the Unite shows. It's probably my favorite part of senior year is doing the Unite shows with Allie and like writing those out and filming. Yeah, those are fun. I think that'd be cool to like continue even if we went back to school, right? Like just having like a news channel of uni and mm -hmm. um, a place for like a centralized place where people could watch that. Um, I think that could be a cool thing to continue. So. So Maher, as we have like different listeners who are different ages and different grades mm -hmm. what advice what uni advice do you have with your senior wisdom and your senior experiences wisdom. I don't think I'm the best person to give advice but mm, what would you me... have wanted to know okay what would I want to know I think I'm thinking I'm thinking one thing I think I wish I knew was to be a little bit more organized you know because I don't think I was super organized to begin with and I kind of kick that habit now but it's it's a hard habit to kick and it has like repercussions if you don't handle it well you know like oh where are my pencils where are my books where am I it's not funny like I used to think it was like oh like a funny character trait. it's not it's troubling and it's dangerous so I think kind of get, get organized is like really important that's like I, I, we've talked about this before, but just for the podcast, I remember the first time I met you, Ms. Amy, was because I lost my backpack. Do you remember that? In the bio room and you and Ms. Banny were packing up and I came in there, just ran in, got my lunchbox on my backpack. And then this is like at 4 p.m. too. So like, what else? Another, so be organized was one. Um, number two, I think you have a responsibility, I think as a uni student to kind of, for example, for your teachers, like, because your teachers are sacrificing, not just but they're working a lot, like, very hard to, like, give you an education like that, like, a very special education, like, uni gives you. So kind of work hard to take advantage of that and, like, really, you know, use it to the fullest, I think, is something I wish I knew when I was younger, because I didn't really do that to begin. I, I think I, I kind of realized that later, but initially I took it for granted. So, because... I remember when I was a subby freshman and sophomore, sensei, sensei was just like, when you come to the classroom, you have to be ready to work. And I said, I don't know how to work. I, I don't even know Japanese. 
but then I realized that's a very important life skill to have. I think to be able like to buckle down and work. Um, and also don't. I think my third lesson would be don't stress your out. Don't stress yourself out so much because I've seen a lot of friends just like get like burnt out and like destroy their brains after like a bad test, or, like a quiz, or even if they did good in the quiz, but they think they messed up. You know, and I don't think it's worth it. Just do your best. If you did your best, be confident with that, and then move on to the next thing. Right. I think that's it. That's my philosophy. Yeah, your worth shouldn't be tied to how you perform on one single assignment yeah. or assessment or anything like that. There'll there'll be more that you can do. <laughs> there'll be more you can do, and also just like, but at the same time, don't just flow through and be like, oh, this doesn't matter to Irma. That's also like the opposite of the spectrum. Like that's bad, right? I've done both, I think. And I think the best thing is like balance. Do you remember when you were younger and you were in SFAC and like, I think when you were like a sappy and a freshman, I was in SFAC, like it was like the faculty rep and there was a discussion about um, the getting rid of grades. Yeah. And then like last semester, you know, there really, there was just pass fail, right? Mm -hmm which, you know, there was also a lot of other things happening during that yeah. time. But mm -hmm. do you feel like people still, because the people that we admit to uni are supposed to be these students that like want to learn for learning purposes and not necessarily for the grade, right? That's the goal. Um, do you feel like that was a time of learning or do you feel like it was just too hard to assess because it was a pandemic? It was a time of learning for me. I learned a lot better in like math pass field than I ever have before. Because before you're like, you're like, oh no, this is, I'm bad at math and I'm trying to get better. But at the same time, this is going to cost me like a grade or a standard. You have to work really hard to maintain. At least for me, I'm not naturally gifted at anything, but especially not math. And I think pass fail really, really helped that. But at the same time, I think it's harder to gauge because it's a pandemic. And I think uni selects, I think uni selects students who are excited about learning and who are interested, but also self-motivated because of college and stuff like that, you know? I don't think every uni student is only doing it for college, but I feel like it's a big weight in, as, in many people's minds, as it should be. Do you feel like the majority of the uni population still believes that college will define their success? I think, I think from my class or me specifically, I thought that subby freshman, sophomore, junior year, and then first semester of senior year, I realized that wasn't, that wasn't true. But that's not even a uni problem. That's a national problem, right? Uni is different because I remember one time a teacher told me that if you took, for example, the, these 65 kids at uni, right? And you took the top 65 kids at Urbana or Central or Centennial, their, their stats, their kind of, their performances, they're, they're the same, right? Uni is nothing more than I think like a collection of those, I think high achieving, high motivated students, which means being around that type of kid makes you care about what they care about as much, you know? And then like even what you said, like after senior year, you look back and you're like, oh, I guess it's not as important as I thought it was. Cause you're not the only senior that says that, you know, that a lot of, a lot of students when they're younger put so much 
emphasis and stress over raising these things. And then later in hindsight, they're like, everything worked out. Why was I so stressed? So that's why we're always trying to go into classes. So from a young age to help people have that mentality, but I don't know if that's possible until you kind of go through it. And then in hindsight, say it's like, not because I think two things are true. Of my ex- one thing is uni students won't listen to anyone that's telling them that it's something opposite of what they believe, unless that someone is like an admissions officer or something. They're not gonna. I I think that's that's good because it's good to like stand by your beliefs and stuff like that when it comes to I think serious issues, but also when it comes to like don't you don't have to do this much to get into a good college and like that. They're like, you know. So a teacher once told me that they um, graded, they graded essays and in their English class and they talked to their students and then they were like, oh, some of you got B's, et cetera, et cetera. And then some of the students in the class like laughed, right? They like laughed. They were like, oh, who got B? And then the teacher that I'm talking about was like, you can still get into college with a B on this essay. And then some of the students laughed in their face, you know, and they, oh no, they said that the people that the students that were laughing were some of the students who got B's on their essays, you know, like it's a whole thing. I, I don't know if I told that very well, but I think it's just like a very like pervasive mentality. That's not very healthy. And when authority figures tells uni students to like, you don't have to, the most common reaction is ridicule or not ridicule, but just like, Oh, they're, they're not, I'm not going to take it off. They don't know what they're talking about. You know, they most likely do. Yeah, yeah because lisa gives that message all the time and yeah oh but i think i think people are more receptive to lisa telling us if because lisa because you like lisa has lisa doesn't such a common demeanor not that anyone else isn't calm but i think there's i think i find a, students like looking to lisa for like answers stuff like that where they wouldn't for like i think other departments or you know stuff yeah. like that she's an expert in her field and then she, yeah. she does tell you guys to chill out. So yeah, she's other podcast. feels like a, but you don't listen. <laughs> I, I'm a, I've listened to a couple, you know? Yeah. It, because Lisa goes on like NPR and like gets interviewed by like these big newspapers and she's like, and actually doing the, and the, her first advice, like piece of it is like, chill out. I don't know why you guys are so stressed. You're, you're going to be fine. So that kind of gave me the confidence to. And Miss Miss Bandy contested this. I found myself in a lot of uncomfortable situations, I think, at uni, whether that's personal or academic or otherwise. I think the one thing that I look back on is that if you kind of like work hard, it fixes itself or it doesn't fix itself. Everything works out at the end. You know, you're never going to like everything works out, I think, okay in the end. And sometimes like opportunities or whatever that you really, really wanted maybe it's better that you didn't have them. You know what I mean? And like, this is you don't understand that like in the, like when they're happening and I'm not saying like things that have happened to you, but even like things that have happened to me, right? Like I really, really wanted yeah. some things and then like, I don't get them. And then I'm like, oh gosh, like so disappointed. But then at, later I'm like, thank goodness that didn't work out, right? It was like a blessing in disguise. And, but it takes a lot of like yeah. time to kind of realize stuff like you that. What's crazy is that, was was Miss Amy up for the counselor job before she got it, like with Donzel? Because I remember that all the prospective counselors had to come into the into health and mm-hmm. teach us a lesson. And I liked Miss Amy's lesson the most because you did like something with like loud water balloons or something, the bottles or something. 
Do you remember that? Yes. I, I like that you remember most. that. I remember oh, liking. Class? Yeah, that was my class. And I didn't remember anyone's name, but I, I liked, I could point to the lesson. I said, I liked that lesson the most. Like, I really liked that one. Like, like that was my favorite. I still remember it. So, and then Miss Amy didn't have coming. Donzel came and then Donzel was here for a year and he kind of exited. And then Miss Amy came and I was like, oh, it all worked out fine. You know, like not the first time, but the second time it worked out. Yeah. Or is that the same response you had, Miss Amy? It was like when you got the yeah, second for time. Sure. I mean, I believe that there's always different lessons to learn. You just become a better person. So definitely when I started, I was like, this is probably the best timing, you know? Yeah. I'm so happy that you remembered that lesson. <laughs> I mean, it was memorable. It was like, yeah, yeah, crazy. I don't even remember how any of junior year. I don't remember a lot of things. I will okay. say, Miss, when you were saying, Miss um, Bandy, when you were talking about opportunities that get or you don't get because you have to learn a lesson. I remember I was thinking about the somebody thing, mm-hmm. how I didn't get, what was it, leader because I was late. Or I, t- I turned in the application late or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. But I think this you can't. That was a big um, factor. And like I was like, I can't be late. I mean, I'm still late to things, but you can't be. It can't be all the time. And it can't be egregious. And it can't be for, you know, you have to like, have a good reason you have to work it out you can't just do it because you know you want to do it or whatever mm-hmm. yeah and i mean if you provide something special i think to the subby buddy group that Thank others you. like you know like there was a reason that we wanted you to be a part of it but you never learn <laughs> consequence like you never you just always feel like you can do it right and yeah I've been in situations like that before too and then like find like then you'll like enter something outside of something so flexible because even with teachers right they have deadlines but then lots of them are super flexible so then they're you just keep like pushing it back and pushing it back and then eventually it's like super super stressful at the end if you would have just learned that hey this is the deadline and if I don't get it in I'm not going to get a grade like you, you, you figure out how to get it done, you know? So as we end our time with you, Maher, let's see. What are three words that you would use to describe your uni experience? They can like be related or non-related. Like what are three words you can think of to describe your uni experience? I don't think they're going to be related because I can't come up with like, but for one, it was very, it was educational right by virtue of being a high school and also um because i learned a lot of things here just like management and like how to interact with people because i was very i was very conceited before i came here i think and you know because you think oh like i'm just gonna live in this middle school bubble forever and you come here there's a lot of different types of people and you learn to like work with them um yeah so i think educational is the first one i had a good time being here I had a fun time being here. I think I did a lot of things here that if I did at other schools, I kind of, I'd, I'd be politely asked to leave like the potato email instant. Like I think like a lot of the messes I made in my locker and stuff like that. And that stuff isn't fun. Maybe fun's the wrong word, but I think it's been very like, it's a very nurturing place. So maybe nurturing is like the second thing. It gives you room to make mistakes as long as you learn from them. Like I had, a, I've old my, yeah. Subby year I had like a lot of mold in my locker. And the mold steadily decreased until it went away, like freshman sophomore. Gee. I don't know why this bandy has her hand in her face, but I remember one time, like I was missing a math assignment 
for a subby math and it was a serious part of my grade and like they were like if you can find it like if you did it i was like i did it i just don't know where it is and they're like and dr rancher like came to my locker and he opened my locker and like everything spilled out like halfway into the hallway like a ton like a bunch of papers a bunch of folders <laughs> and then he just kind of looked at me and he like laughed for like 30 seconds he was like how are we gonna find this stuff in here three words to describe my unique people i met good people here i think all the teachers are great i really like my class i think we've been through a lot i think it's nice to have them time support you know we have the best student services office that I've ever met. The only student services office I buy, I think the best one. So yeah, I think I met a lot of good people here. Like I've met a single bad person here. You know, there's no one here out to give me or like everyone here is just genuinely invested in each other's well-being. And awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing those with us and um, providing your insight today. We appreciate you taking time out of your day to to spend with us and um talk with our listeners and um we wish you nothing but the best in the rest of your senior year and as you go you. beyond so thank you maher thank you for having me thanks maher and you can watch the unite show every every other tuesday or monday with me and Alec. okay thank you